Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 159, Five Real Estate Skills a Top Producer Must Have. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about five skills that you need to have in order to be a top producer. Well, these aren't the only skills. These ones, to me, are some of the most important ones that are going to get you immediate results and grow that bottom line number and grow that top line number as well, meaning you're making more money in your business through doing more transactions. So first off, I want to start off with the mantra that we're using at our new mall location located in the South Shore Plaza in Braintree, Massachusetts. We are saying to the agents, which we call move mentors, we're telling them interactions lead to transactions. As a top producer, you must be able to socialize and create great relationships. So at the mall, we are in the guest services booth and people are going to come by and they're going to ask us questions. Some of them useless questions, right? They're going to ask us, how do I get to American Eagle? Where's California Pizza Kitchen? California Pizza Kitchen. Where are all these different businesses in the mall? Now, it's easy for the negative person in us, right, to say, why would I want to talk to someone about where American Eagle is? But the truth is you have a momentary glimpse into that person's life just talking with them right? If you talk correctly, they're going to open up to you. You say, you know, sure, man, I'm actually not guest services, but I'm here to help. I work over Movement and Realty. And you could throw a little pitch real quick. And then you say, by the way, American Eagle's up the stairs to the left, third door down. We can be a guide. We can be a mentor. We can do all that. But we had that interaction. So what I want to challenge you as an agent is I know not all of you have access to a mall or things like that, but more interactions, phone calls, text messages, emails, DMs, PMs, all the different ways, likes, comments, all the things that we can do mail there's so many but all i want to challenge you for is more interactions to lead to more transactions and i'll leave this section which just saying to you if you sent two note cards a day five days a week that's 10 a week 52 weeks in a year that's 520 interactions if you can't pull some transactions out of those interactions then you're not doing it correctly next being self-driven means looking in the mirror and seeing the full truth as a self-employed person you must hold yourself accountable self-drive self-worth all that stuff it's something you have to realize it's something you have to take on. Everybody's valuable. Everyone's great. It's just a matter of whether you're willing to accept it or not. As soon as you figure that out in your brain and flip the switch, everyone else will see it. We don't realize, but so often we project something different than what we want to be. Project what you want to be and do it. Hold yourself accountable. Get that going. And that's one of the things we can't teach that one, right? Self-drive. You have to find it in yourself. Oftentimes we spend so much time on things like social media and other media sources that we focus on everything that we aren't. When we look in the mirror, we can focus on everything we are. I challenge you to stare in the mirror for an hour, two hours, three hours. It's going to seem like the biggest waste of time, but keep talking to yourself and find who you really are. Do it as many times as you need. Take the device out of your hand and replace it with the mirror. Just keep looking at that mirror because that's where you're going to find who you really are. When you spend the time in a device, you're going to find someone with better legs. You're going to find somebody that has an amazing butt. You're going to find somebody that has a smile that you wish you had. You're going to find someone that has a fancy car. If 
you look in the mirror too long and you continue to do it, you know what you're going to find? You. And you know what you're going to find about you? You're going to find all the things that you like because you're going to be able to continue to work on them by focusing on yourself. So be self-driven and focus on self. Realize that you're worth it. You're an amazing person. You are in a piece of energy in this environment. And it's just amazing what you can do with just a little bit of energy and effort to make yourself better. So being self-driven in real estate means getting to those appointments on time. It means going in and doing those marketing hours. It means making those things happen that need to happen. So next up, organization. Organization is a must. Organization is a name for large companies and also a name for just putting things away where they belong and things like that, right? But this is no coincidence. In order to have a huge business, we must be organized. We can't just throw everything every which direction and hope it works out. We have to keep organization. There are so many things from bills to be paid to things to be accounted for to whatever the job entails, right? For us, it's keeping marketing going. It's keeping our flyers up to date. It's keeping the different records for the deals, agency disclosures, all the different stuff. And then even think about this, organizing your car. You're pulling up and you look like you live out of your car. The person looks in the windows and like, this person isn't even organized. That makes them nervous. They're spending hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on this transaction. So they want to know that you are a good fit for them and the idea of that their business is safe with you. I know for us, it's work and we see it as I know what I'm doing, but they look at it in much more of an emotional manner. They kind of look at it like, who do I want to hire and why do I want to hire them? And when you show up and you look disorganized and you didn't really pay attention to the details, details, that can be really bad. And also being organized means a lot of times that people can get the same experience every time from you because you're not trying to figure it out as you go. So putting together systems and processes is all part of setting up an organization. And again, whether it be organized crime or just when they talk about large companies and organizations, the reason they keep using the word organized is because it's able to happen multiple times, multiple locations, multiple things, and continue to function without certain people or things like that happening because everything is already set up. Up. That's something so important to remember in business. Set yourself up right for the future. Be okay with investing an hour or two here to save five minutes there. I know it sounds silly, but at the end of the year, you saved yourself 19 point something hours if you learn to save five minutes a day. That's a lot of actual time and that's a lot of time to get things done. When we think down to what we actually do all day long, we waste time, we waste time, we waste time, we get a project done. We consistently overthink everything that we do in life, which leads to us thinking we do way more than we actually do. Being organized allows us to time block, keep our things in order so that then we can make that same action happen and repeat. Next up, follow up. Guys, I'm ashamed to say that I even need to talk about this one. That is just insane to me still. I, I, I struggle with this one. Why I need to explain follow-up. Follow-up is you get one or two answers. Yes, I'm interested or no, I'm not. Anywhere in between that, like no answer, you keep following up. And when you do follow-up, follow-up with people, add value. Don't just call them and say, hey, you called a week ago about a house. You still want to go out. Call. Did you see 45 Silver Street just came on? Call. Hey, did you see the market report just came out for the month? How many sales were there? Add value to their day and they will call you back. They will want the things you have have call them like an ex-girlfriend that got dumped that just keeps calling and seeing if you want to go back out it's not going to work out and once you lose your follow-up cadence you really screwed up but when you do it's okay follow up again and call and say hey i'm sorry you fell off for a bit i hope all is well where are we at 
Don't ever think of it as, oh, geez, I don't want to have that conversation because it could be awkward. As soon as you do that, you've learned to have a bad behavior that's going to kind of lead to chaos throughout your entire career because forever you're going to think about your self-importance and worth too high. You're not going to devalue yourself in the idea of, I'm not saying to devalue yourself in a negative way. I'm saying you're just the guy calling about real estate or the woman calling about real estate. They're not too worried when you disappear for a little while. They just figured you buzzed off. When you call back, you don't get apologize. Just keep acting like it's normal. If they say, where were you going? You say, I'm sorry. I had forgotten about you, but I'm back. That's all you can do. But don't let fears stop your follow-up. Don't let thinking, where do I get started? Stop your follow-up. Don't let thinking, when I have time, I'll do follow-up. Follow-up should be blocked in your schedule and it should be done every single day. And you should really think to yourself, who can I put in a contract today? And you better follow up with them. If you're not at least doing that, shame on you. But you should be going multi-level, multi-tier, checking out people that might within the next 90 days, all that stuff, and setting up certain days a week that you do it for all the different levels. Last but not least, original thought. As a real estate agent, one thing we don't get enough credit for is being our own boss and running a whole entire show. The whole show, from cleaning to marketing, from client acquisition to contract, negotiation to staging, we do it all. You need to be a thinker. You need to be willing to put a little original thought into your business so your business sticks out. You also need to be willing to make that decision about the original thought. So when I have a thought and I'm going to put it to paper, I got to make that decision. So I got to be self-driven. I got to follow up and I got to make that original thought. Guys, if you put these five skills to practice in your business and you really think about them and you sit there in front of that mirror and you do what I told you, I can guarantee you the year 2022 is going to be amazing for you. Writing it on 2-22-2022, I can tell you that the energy is out there for you and you need to find that and you need to levitate and gravitate and move with that momentum that it's given you from that natural life force of the world. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're looking for a brokerage that's going to get you opportunities to have interactions, to lead to transactions, reach out to us here at Movementum Realty. We're hiring more move mentors, which is what we call our agents because we believe they're both a mentor and a guy in the process of buying, selling, and owning homes. Thanks again, and make sure to subscribe. Have a great afternoon.